Hey, Joe, when we asked you earlier in the week, you said uh, you didn't want to announce a center, the starting center at that point. Do you have uh, a decision at this point? Uh, you know what? We're going to give it another day or so. It wouldn't be much fun for you guys if you just knew the answer right away. So we're going to see how today's practice goes, and hopefully we got an answer about tomorrow. Hey, I had a general question regarding players who come into camp late or who will be joining the roster now, specifically on defense. Obviously, it's going to be kind of hard for them to go back and recapture everything that was taught over the, you know, going back to April. So I'm kind of wondering, what is the approach with those guys? Do you have them focus specifically on the game plan and then give them a Reader's Digest version of, you know, the concepts behind it? Or how exactly do you guys approach that? You know, you actually just summed it up right there, Patty. It's really you've got to focus on things that are specific to what they have to do that week. And then you want to go ahead and make sure you bridge that with the background of the concepts we're running. You can't give everyone the entire playbook on a weekly basis when they first get there. Now, to be honest with you, you know, from Adrian to Ryan Lewis, they at least have a background in the system, both working under Pat at different times. I was with Ryan in New England for a short period as well. So they at least have a little bit of a jump start on what we're doing, terminology and some recall there. But if it's any other player where they're just off the street, and we have no background with them. We can't go and start from you know, square one and build them up. Now, you've got to build that vocabulary over time. But really, the first thing you start with is what is a priority to that player on that week? And just make sure that's what they're focused on working so they can go out there and have success and get the repetition and feel confident going into what they have to do in the game. Thanks, that was Pat. a great summary right there, Patty. That's perfect. Oh, thank you. Brett Callahan. Hi, Joe. How you doing today? Good, Brett. What's up, man? Good. Look at the past five or six months. How challenging has it been getting this team ready during a global pandemic? An overview. They've come to work every day urgent with great, you know, effort and attentiveness. Look, they've been a pleasure to work with. And when you got guys that come to work every day to get better, you know, you make progress. And I've seen a lot of progress in our team so far. We got another big day to get ready for the Steelers today. And then obviously we'll tie it up with a couple quick days on the field the next couple of days. But they've made a lot of progress. I'm very proud of how they've worked. Thanks. Tom Rock. So can you just talk a little bit about using uh, starters and, and important players on offense and defense on special teams? I know that's something that you obviously did it at New England. It seems like something something you're bringing here. We saw, you know, obviously Jabril was named a special teams captain. That's, uh, you know, not the first role that jumps out uh, in a lot of people's minds when you think about him. You know, I think one thing just specifically on Jabril is the versatility he brings to you. You know, he's a guy that obviously plays a large number of roles for some defense. He's also handled, you know, core roles on coverage units. He's been a returner in the past. He's a guy that loves football. And really what he is, he's kind of that kid in the classroom who won't sit still. He keeps wiggling. So you got to keep him busy all the time. Else, otherwise, he gets disruptive. So, you know, his involvement in special teams a lot of times is just to make sure he stays out of the other coach's hair for about, you know, 10 minutes of each period. But, you know, he's definitely a guy that comes to work every day. Um, the guys see his passion and love for football. He's willing to do anything the team asks of him. So I think that's reflected when the team voted on captains, why he got such a large number of votes, you know, and really in special teams, that's a great way of really showing that it's not just the offense or the defense, but that bridges across all avenues of the team and all the units. Now, specifically on using starters on special teams, I'm a firm believer in using the best players for every situation possible. So, hey, look, I don't care if you're playing 60 plays on defense or 60 plays on offense. If we need you on a unit for special teams, and that's best for the team, then that's where you can make an impact. T-Mac talked a little bit about how LT used to play on special teams. This Giants team that also knows about Jason Seahorn's history with special teams. How, how do you balance those two, the sort of risk reward there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's football. I think we just have to understand you only take 46 guys to a game, right? So 
when you have limited numbers, everybody has to play. That's the kind of thing everyone always asks me about starters. To me, in the National Football League, you don't have starters. You just have players. Everybody has to play. Everybody has a role. So whether you're playing in the dime package on third down on defense or you're playing on, you know, the goal line offense as the extra block and tight end, maybe you're, you know, an offensive lineman who's got to fill that role. Everybody has a key significant role to the game plan and for success. And whether that's playing on the punt team, the hands team, you know, playing 70 snaps on defense, every snap is critical. We want to make sure that we have the best players in place to give our team the best chance for success. But I'll be honest with you, you know, Lawrence Taylor playing on field goal protection and playing on pump protection, these are things I've used in the past on different teams. Sometimes you get a guy from a college program where, you know, he didn't have to play on special teams because that was something they let somebody else do so they get a varsity letter. You know, Lawrence Taylor played that because he loved football and he made an impact for the team. When you kind of point out, like, okay, you think you're too good to play on any unit, whatever the team needs to do, you know, Lawrence Taylor, he wasn't too good for that. He was out there to win, and he had a lot of success doing it. So kind of really right there puts teams in perspective. Um, there's been different illustrations I've used in the past of great teams, you know, and some of their better players playing on multiple units as starters and special teams. Again, to me, it's football. Football players who love the game will play on any phase with the same amount of passion and effectiveness because they want to win the game. Hey, Joe, connected to Jabril, would you use him on offense as well? I mean, he handled the ball a couple times last year, and every time he did, he either scored or made a big play. He's obviously done it his whole life, and that's part of the reason you have him on punt return. Would you use him on offense? Yeah, I wouldn't limit anything we would do with Jabril, to be honest with you. If he can add something to our team, whether it's a situational play, whether it's you know a full-time player in a certain area of the field, Absolutely. Anyone who can help the team, I have no problem doing it. And again, I kind of came up in this, you know, this league with certain players who played both ways on football and whatever the team needed, they had a lot of success doing it. You know, guys like Troy Brown who played both ways of football or, you know, I was able to coach Julian Edelman for a few years. You know, Jules played, you know, the nickel on the defense in the last drive of the AFC Championship game in 2011, you know, and then he went over, flipped over and played receiver on offense as a punt returner. He covered kicks. It's kind of a whatever it takes, you know. You know, one of the phrases we use with the players all the time is the more you can do. You know, the more you can do, the more valuable you are to the team. The more chances you have to get it on the field and make an impact and help this team win. Joe, you've had an opportunity now to sort of look at your team on the field and practices, padded practices. What do you view as the strengths of these team? You know what? I really view the strength of the team right now, Jordan, okay, as their passion for the game and the way that they can play together through adversity. We've gone through a lot of situations this offseason. I've never heard one player complain. I've never heard any two players have a disagreement that carries over and affects the way they work the rest of the day. I think the strength of our team right now is we have a team. And that's something to be proud of. There's a lot of, there's a lot of teams out there with a lot of talent that are split in different directions. I like when I see our guys and see everyone moving in the same direction. There's going to be a lot of things we have to progress on and improve on throughout the year. But right now, I'm proud of the way our guys come to work every day and work together to get better and support each other and challenge each other on a daily basis.